0: Maybe Morgan dressed like Wolverine. Maybe Dave ate his way out of trouble. Maybe Tuskin's.
1: Welcome to When Last We Left Our Podcast, a bi weekly storytelling podcast hosted by me, Morgan Pielli.
0: Me, Dave War,
2: And me, Dustin Diodato.
1: Each week we tell true life stories inspired by events that happened to us since the last time we recorded this podcast. When last we left our podcast, Morgan was afraid. Dave learned something about dog psychology and Dustin learned to stop going to Morgan's shows. And this week, <laughs> Morgan endures SantaCon. Dustin experiences air rage and Dave walks into this apartment.
2: I feel like the, the comment of Morgan was afraid. Isn't that basically that, a note for every episode? That's a, yeah,
0: that's an
1: evergreen. Yeah, <laughs> I, Morgan I, lives with constant anxiety about.
0: I mean, I, that that's also uh, true of any of us. You could just you the could human just condition. This, you could call this podcast yeah. "Afraid." <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll call it "Fear Sweat." I'm just saying, like we went to that one early.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah
2: that was way too early in this in this podcast life to go to just Morgan was afraid. Now we're going to need to come up with like a lot more shit in the future.
1: Well, in, in a couple of years, maybe we'll hit Morgan is happy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no. Morgan experiences true joy.
1: That's depressing. And then, um, and
2: then explodes. And then explodes, <laughs> yeah.
1: That'll be the last moment that I experienced before bursting into a ball of hot yeah. blue fire.
2: Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'll be a welding torch.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs>
1: That's a good welding torch noise. It's pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, If anyone needs to hire me out for Foley, I am available.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, I think we've had a good podcast, guys. It was a great run. It was a great run. We we finally plugged Morgan as a Foley artist and we can shut it down.
2: Got your listeners.
1: That's what it's all been. (laughs) It's all been an elaborate practical joke, except not practical and not particularly
2: funny. (laughs)
1: All so, right, so a it, it is.
2: It is if you think that we made 14 episodes for the sole purpose of showing that you are good at <laughs> doing
1: completing. one sound effect. <laughs> yes. Morgan Peele, the official voice of fire.
2: Yeah, it's but, a long con.
1: Let's well, like? All right, this is tangential. One of my favorite voiceover artists is a guy named Frank Welker, who uh, people of my age might know as the voice of Megatron, and people of slightly younger age may know as the voice of Santa's Little Helper on The Simpsons. And le- these days, ever since, like, the 90s, almost all- exclusively, he just does dog sounds and, and, like, animal sounds. Not, like, voices. Just, like, woof, woof, bird, bird. I don't I can't do any of them. But, like, any animal bird, sound. Bird. Is that bird, bird, bird. Is that
0: what birds make?
1: That's the sound that one very specific type of bird makes. The bird? The quetzalcoatl,
0: yeah. Uh, um, that is... Peek behind the curtain. That's the second quetzalcoatl reference Morgan has made. Is it really? Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: That is... Not great. Uh, all right, you want to get into your story? Sure. Um, yeah. So as I teased in the teaser, I endured Senicon this year because I foolishly agreed to meet a friend of mine uh, for drinks. I have this uh, wonderful friend of mine named Peg, who I don't get to see very often. Um, I've known her for a couple of years, but I knew I met her through a uh, performance class. And one of those people who, like, if we're not in that that performance community, we just don't really run into each other a whole lot. But of all the people that I took classes with, she's one of the few who I've really uh, stayed in touch with. And we text and email back and forth periodically and just check in. Uh, she's a great person. And uh, she is also a graphic designer. And um, there was a little bit, like... I don't want to sound too petty, but I got to admit, I was a little bit jealous because uh, fairly recently she got this really good uh, graphic design job. Um, it's with like a real firm, so it's it pays pretty well. And it's one of those gigs where like you're doing... If you love doing graphic design, this is hog heaven because you're doing nothing but graphic design all the time. And the people that she works with are all hardcore into graphic design. You can really lose yourself in that. And as someone who who does graphic design myself... I don't, my position is kind of a, a little bit of a jack of all trades. I'm a graphic designer, but I'm also a web designer and a little bit of web development. And of the various things that I do, I, the graphic design part really the only part that I find stimulating. The rest is kind of dull. And I'm not also that great at it. When it comes to code, I am terrible. And so that's something that I'm just like, oh, I just really just want to be doing the creative side of it. So when she got uh, this particular job, I was a little more than a little bit jealous, because it pays much better than my current job, and she gets to be creative all the time. But at the same time, um, I was very happy for her, not just because she deserves it, she's very talented, and she's a great person, but also because she legitimately needed this job. Um, she grew up in the U.S. and spent most of her life in the U.S., but she was born overseas um, in China, and because of that, she has to stay here on a work visa um, so and her her visa I don't remember exactly the specifics of how this work how this works but her visa was coming up to run it was going to run out and it was getting really down to the wire by the time she got this job like she was really starting to get nervous because it was like a couple of months and she'd have to go back overseas to I think her parents are still out there but I'm not positive it might have been like extended family and she was just like this that mm. Um, and she's also, she's, um, she really enjoys performance. uh, Improv is specifically the uh, performance venue that we know each other from, and she didn't want to lose that community, which I completely understand. Um, so I was, ultimately I was very happy and relieved that she was able to get this job. So, yeah, so we made these plans to get together at, um, and I mentioned this the last podcast we were getting together at, I think I said Fat Black Pussycat, which was wrong. It's actually Fat... It's fat Cat. Okay, there's so there's a couple of places in New York that all uh, frustratingly have very similar names and I discovered are also right around the corner from each other.
0: Where is this place located?
1: Um, Where was it that we got off? I, I, It's not an area I know very well. It's I think it's the Greenwich Village. It's like okay. really far south, it, but all the way is, in the, do the uh, west Do you go down a
0: flight of stairs to get into it? Yes. Is there... Board ping pong. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's fat cat, fat right? Cat, fat cat, Okay. Which was a little disappointing because I was thinking I'd been to Fat Black I'd been to actually both, I realized, but um I'd been to Fat Black Pussycat more recently. And that one is like the front is like a regular bar, which is not my cup of tea. But in the back, it's like this really classy lounge with big overstuffed chairs and like plenty of space to spread out and you know, nice lighting. And I thought we'd just like hang out there, have some overpriced drinks and just chat. So when I went down the stairs into what is actually Fat Cat. It was very broy, <laughs> very douchey, and I'd forgotten about SantaCon. I was, of course, reminded as I was walking down the street, and they were just, like, uh, just the worst people, just the worst in their Santa outfits. And when I got into um, Fat Cat, it was a lot of guys in, like, Santa outfits with the ar- the sleeves cut off. Ugh. Yeah. So it's, like, an extra level of, ooh, I don't want to ever converse with these people. And they were, they were very drunk. And then we met at, like, Six o'clock, and they're already hammered, and they were everywhere. Um, I don't
2: think you leave. I don't. I think if you're dressed like a Santa with your sleeves cut off, I think you leave the house drunk. Oh yeah, like, I don't think yeah. it matters. Oh, what no, time and I was it.
1: reading articles about like a lot of these people were pre gaming because apparently yeah. SantaCon this past two years started in Williamsburg, and a lot of people are like, "Screw Williamsburg, I'm staying in Manhattan. I'm going to get hammered here, and then I'll meet up with SantaCon as it comes through." So my, these people had definitely pre gamed.
0: My uh, my image of SantaCon forever in my head is the one time in the last five years I had to be in Manhattan when it was going on. It was about four in the afternoon, and there were these two uh, elves and a Santa, and they were and this... I think they'd gotten kicked out of a cab, Um, and they were drunk out of their minds and just screaming at the cabbie, who was, like, this, like, skinny, like african dude just standing there taking their abuse and they're just screaming at him and screaming at him and he's just taking the abuse and then he sort of sighs opens his back door reaches in and pulls out a tire iron jesus <laughs> christ i was like yeah everybody hates this everybody hates yeah. this so much
1: nobody's on board with this yeah and that was i mean short of any fisticuffs or tire ironings there wasn't it was just a lot of people kind of getting in my way and, um, you know, just taking forever in the one stall in the bathroom. Um, just, yeah, just a lot of very irritating people. Um, but yeah, but then, you know, I met, uh, Peggy there and we tried to have a nice conversation cause it's very loud in there. Um, because we were just like, we were just meeting their talk. We weren't there to play ping pong, not that we could have gotten a table or any of the various games in there. Uh, There was a jazz band playing, which is an interesting thing. Um, I don't go to a lot of bars that have a live jazz band. And it was the main guy, the lead guitarist was a really like an older gentleman, let's say about 70 something. And there was a level of I don't give a shit. Like I see this crap every day. Nothing here surprises me. No one's paying attention to me that I kind of found really endearing in the way he like he would he would play a song and then every now and then I'd catch him just fucking with the audience. He'd throw in like Pop Goes the Weasel in the middle of a song and just kind of breeze through it. <laughs> just stuff like, I know you're not listening to this. I can do whatever. Yeah. I'm getting paid. Um he was really good. He and the and the rest of his band were really, really good. Um so that was kinda nice, but again, not really my thing. But so yeah, anyway, so uh Peg and I were talking and we were you know, we we're catching up and she was telling me about her, her job and you know, she's very grateful to have this job and she really enjoys the work that she's doing, but she's also, you know, not, she was frustrated with it. And she was frustrated with the fact that as a design firm, everyone there is super into design. And so these are people who would spend like 70 hour work weeks, you know, they're on a salary, they'll stay there all night, they'll work over the weekend. At one point, she was told like, y- you need to be like by your boss they're like implying that you you should be trying out our product on your downtime and because she does some web design stuff too and um you know we we hope and expect to see your name popping up on the various social media things that our product funnels through to see that you're like working on this and as someone who she's a performer um and doing improv and sketch and She's been finding it really hard to have time to do the thing that she really loves, because unlike a lot of the other people that she works with, um, that job isn't her main thing. And I totally get that because I work at a publishing company with a lot of people for whom they treat that like for them, that job really is like their whole thing. And a lot of them do put in many extra hours after, you know, off the clock and who I will see posting to the company's social media on on their downtime um, people. People will stay there hours and hours late. That's that's my bathroom pit stop if I'm traveling up and down Manhattan. So, you know, I will leave work at five, and if I'm going to a show or something, I'll go run an errand, and I'll probably come back a couple of hours later, pee, and then go off to wherever that next thing is. And there'll still be people working in the cubicles. And I am, I realize like as much as I was jealous of Peggy for getting that job, I would have been miserable there the idea that I'm expected to put my own creative endeavors on hold and focus and devote myself wholly to this thing, like that's, ah, that is not the world that I want. Um, and so while I'm still frustrated, I don't make as much money as I would like, or that, you know, in my day job, or that I don't get to be as creative as I'd like, I love the fact that, my job starts at nine and it ends at five and my time is my time and I can pursue my creative endeavors, my performing and my comics and that sort of thing and not feel like I'm being guilted by my supervisors or that there's expectations being placed on me that are beyond what I'm actually being paid for.
2: Well, congrats. Thank you.
1: <laughs> no, it was, and it was great catching up with her. And I, and I'm, again, I'm really happy that she has this job that she got to stay in the U S um that she's making the money that she's making that's great but i totally like i sympathized with her when she was frustrated about
2: that did, did you find it hard to have a serious conversation surrounded by burrowy santa Clauses?
1: absolutely and like some of them were heckling the jazz players or like <laughs> heckling in that way of like yeah you guys are great woo, play some more of that jazz like dude shut the fuck up like that sort of a mm. condescending burrowy heckling yeah it was very distracting <laughs>
0: I feel like that guy that 70-year-old guitarist kind of knows it's his job to turn the lights out. Yeah. Like, you know, like if he's if he's like say he's 70, right? It's it's 2015, so like he was there for jazz when jazz yeah. was a thing yeah. and he came up in jazz and now I mean, it has been a slow death for a while right. and like
1: Oh I see what you mean. turn the lights out on jazz.
0: Yeah, just just somebody to shepherd it into its, into I mean, its sad hole.
2: I don't think I don't think it deserves to die. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't, it deserves, deserves anyway. Think, think, no, 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 I
0: I don't think it deserves to die. I think jazz is great, but jazz is like
2: it's it seen better days. Yeah.
0: In in the sixties and seventies there were jazz clubs on every corner. Now you go into a, a, a ping pong place right. to see oh that's yes. gonna
1: i mean that's happening with rock that's gonna happen with rap that's gonna happen with every generationally edgy rock is forever dude it's not it <laughs> rock is, is absolutely forever. not it is going away well and that was the other thing was we we're sitting there and we started talking about how like as much ab- as grief as this guy probably puts up with like we were both pretty damn jealous of him because his yeah, he, day job is to do exactly what he wants and he's paid for it yeah and right. he doesn't put up with anyone's shit like you, that was
0: amazing you guys don't get paid for this podcast um uh, yeah because i'm getting of course okay I'm, um, I'm a dog well, walker because i want to be right right because yeah. you just love <laughs> the, the
1: jazz of dog walking yeah yeah um all the advertising dollars
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah. for
1: uh you're doing it for the exposure primarily <laughs> no, you're gonna yeah, yeah. parlay it. you're gonna leverage it into something else right
2: well keep in mind that most of the money that that dave makes is from from you for your you' fully advertising that's yes. true that's true, and my fear money because I'm just so scared that I yeah. just start
1: giving him money to make myself feel better
2: uh, I, I, it, I, is my turn it is your turn okay, I will tell my story um, My job requires me to fly a lot, which i don't particularly enjoy flying is not one of my my favorite things to do uh it It makes me really anxious fearful as is perhaps the theme of everything that we talk about here uh. Uh, I, as a visually impaired person, it's a lot of stress. Like actually getting um, on the plane because there's everybody fucking there and being all up in your space and like trying to find space to put your bag away, you know, with all that. Um, so I'm very conscious of being the first person on the plane. Like you know when you hear the you know anybody who needs a little bit extra time down the down the runway, you know, can pre-board. That I'm fucking that guy every single time. Like. I'm ahead of the guy in the wheelchair because like pro tip here, guys cut off the guy in the wheelchair <laughs> because <laughs> noted.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to tell you about the douchiest thing a, a friend of mine ever did. Okay. Which is I went to uh, Scotland um, uh, in between, I think my freshman and sophomore years of college uh, with a couple of friends from high school And we tooled around and we had a great time, uh, except that um, we discovered we kind of hated each other because we knew each other in high school and now we didn't, et cetera. Uh, But anyway, my friend Adam was obsessed with um, being the first to do everything. He was so fucking type A about that shit. And so when they made that fucking announcement, we, I mean, we were all 18, 19 in perfect health. He turns to me and goes, you have a back problem. And then he mm. starts dragging me down the thing and just announcing, he has a back problem. Jeez. Which I was like, don't make me the asshole. If you want to be an <laughs> asshole here, just be a fucking yeah, you have the back asshole. Problem. So yeah. yeah, sorry to, sorry to jump but in don't there. Don't but worry. Whenever I hear that announcement, I cannot help but think, Adam, you were such a fucking dick.
2: Right. <laughs> but i'm legitimate you're legit right yeah Uh, the reason you cut off uh wheelchair folks is because they have not mastered the technique of getting a wheelchair from the ramp oh like from the you know whatever uh the thing like onto the plane like they haven't figured out like throw a little ramp there and just wheel the fucking dude on the plane yeah
0: they 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 being not people in wheelchairs here they being they being the staff the 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 staff staff. yeah uh
2: yeah uh so as soon as you get behind a wheelchair dude like you've lost all of the pre boarding time because now everybody and their mother and all you, anxiety is full. So cut that because you can because they're slow. They're in a wheelchair. Just sure. walk around. Uh, so in doing that, that means that I am always basically the first person on the plane. I'm like 45 minutes before they close the doors. Um, so I'll get there. Uh, you know, I'll, uh, it, it's important because like I have a whole bunch of stuff that I kind of carry with me on the plane, which I'll get into later uh so it gives me time to like take out my stuff and then put my other stuff away and like put my bag in the overhead thing because now that like they charge you for bags like half the time you can't actually fit all the bags in there so it's nice to be like i'm definitely getting my bag in the overhead thing uh then you can sit down and just sort of casually watch everyone else kind of get on the plane um and i always go to economy comfort because i'm 6'3 and I'm not going in the back of the plane. So I'm always like kind of in the front, like sort of by the door, everybody's coming in. Um, so you get that like initial, initial thing of like, okay, first the first class folks will come in. Um, and you can kind of just hate them the way <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the way it makes sense. Um, and I've determined there's only two types of people, uh, basically basically like dudes uh, and like women who are like 35 to 45 who kind of have their shit together. Like, that's it. And every once in a while, there'll be like a baby. And fuck that baby. Um, (laughs) There was actually like somebody in a a flight a little while ago uh, where the kid was like, how come we didn't get bumped up to, how come we didn't, we're not in first class? And I was like, how do you fucking know about first class? You're like (laughs) seven. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, So uh, I'll watch those people come in knowing that they're definitely not anywhere near me. But then I sort of have that thing of like, okay, who's going to be near like who's going to sit next to me um because at 6'3 like you're hoping for a small person you know you're hoping for like somebody tiny and i have this thing of like um that i want it to be like a small cute girl because i'm a guy and i want it to be like a cute girl like there was a flight that a friend of mine was on and he got what i consider to be like the fucking holy grail of that like it was like a girl with a cute french accent and like an unnecessary scarf and i'm <laughs> like i don't know if this is true but in my mind she had like a pad that she would like draw in sure, you're
1: sitting next like, to audrey tattoo from yeah, yeah. uh Amelie. right
2: exactly and he moved and i was like fuck you because there was like an empty seat and i was like you don't like yeah. that you just got the holy grail of all the fucking people <laughs> to sit next to you uh,
0: I once had that happen on Greyhound, except she was also um addicted to something
2: oh okay, so yeah, she, so that's not quite that so she some kind of the of allure. out
0: on me oh, <laughs> oh
2: okay <laughs> um,
0: uh sorta uh, she was running from something best I could tell all right so then. that was that but it was Greyhound. <laughs>
2: Yeah so, no I mean yeah I mean that's still best case scenario for Greyhound yeah right. yeah yeah everyone's you, you running got got the from holy, something on Greyhound yeah you got the Holy got the Grail, Grail holy for Grail Greyhound. Greyhound I think that's yeah. actually
1: their slogan everyone's running for
2: <laughs> <laughs> <from laughs> Greyhound um, so anyway so there uh, I haven't like I don't ever plan on doing anything I'm happily married I, I wouldn't it's just like yay tiny girl and, sitting you next can to me.
1: you can appreciate beauty
2: right um, and it never happens so like I'm I'm just sitting there like sort of watching people kind of come in and like be like you girls sit next to me no no uh, and eventually it's Uh, it is what it always is. Like, just like a business dude, you know, Mm. like it's always a fucking business dude. And it was like, this was my least favorite business dude. Who's the guy who's like a little sloppy, but you kind of know he's rich. He's got like expensive shoes and all that kind of shit. Um, and he was on the phone the whole time. And like, I immediately, because I didn't get the cute girl, like hated him from the start, you know? Um, and it was like a nine 30 in the morning flight. And he's like talking to seemingly a room full of people from the way his conversation was going. It was like a room full of people just like updating them on what they were supposed to do. But he was like maybe 32. So I was like, how do you, you shouldn't be managing like a fucking room full of people <laughs> at nine 30 in the morning. Like they should be home. Um, so I, I, found myself like getting that much more rageful. And then eventually like he turned it off and he was texting people but he was texting like three people like he was texting like a bunch of like he would change conversations rapidly and write them each a paragraph and for no reason that i could really explain i was so mad at him about it because i was like how do you it's 9 30 in the morning how many conversations do you fucking need to have just go where you're going you know um and then uh like uh and then he plugged in his phone into the little usb charger thing which again has no impact on my life whatsoever. so <laughs> fucking ever but i wanted to stab him in the face like at this point like i could feel myself shaking was, for this random to, like,
1: dude i'm sorry do you have to like reach across from you or
2: no it's just right in front of him but it, oh. now there was like a tether like if i wanted to go to the bathroom which i never do because i'm not a rookie and i go to the bathroom at the right time before a flight <laughs> um i've gone to the bathroom like twice in like two years on a plane um uh all right, you know you got you got time you got time that <laughs> sure, shit out, sure. You're like, and it's always been going to like, like a really long I, flight. I
0: like that. I like that you're not a rookie. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I I do I do my share of air travel, but this has this just never entered my head. I just pee when I got to pee.
2: Yeah, no, you like.
0: I'm a fucking rookie. Right,
2: you're a fucking rookie. Uh, so like, I, I saw him plug in the USB charger, and I was like, I was ready to punch him, and like I could like in looking over there was this like um like cute little like happy asian woman like maybe like 24 like very attractive and like she was just this like like shining thing of like well, she's right next to you she could have sat next to you but instead this fucking douchebag is here like so the whole time i was just focused on like why why did this happen and not that happen um and i could feel myself getting like obviously unjustified, obviously, me, I'm unjustifiably mad at this dude who's now, like, doing that, like, man-spreading thing that you're not supposed to do on the subway. So I was like, okay, I'll kind of go, like, sort of into my hibernation mode. Because, admittedly, at this point, we haven't even taken off yet. Oh, God. Like, we're just sitting there, and I'm already at, like, you know, like, 95 out of 100 in, in mad. Uh, so I went into my hibernation mode because, again, I'm not a rookie. I have the whole thing, like planned out i have uh i use an eye mask uh to block out light which i carry three at any one time because i discovered that like because they're black and i end up putting them on my lap they'll fall and then they'll be gone to the universe (laughs) so i always have a backup uh eye mask Uh, i have earplugs and not like the crappy like little like foamy ones that you put in your ear they're like a gel that like sticks to your ear that covers the whole thing And blocks out all noise. Wow. Highly recommend them. Um, They're one use only. You can kind of use them twice, but, like, don't. Um, uh, And they really, like, make the whole thing silent. I have the neck pillow. uh, Because before you're able to recline, like, you have to be able to do something with your neck if you're going to try and sleep. Um, Because your head will go down and then your neck's all weird and it hurts for days. Um, I have a butt pillow. um, Which I highly recommend if you are, like... Like, I'm 6'3". I'm not um, skinny, but I'm not fat. So what that has done is I have a very bony butt. Uh, So if I'm on a long flight, basically I put all the pressure on my butt bone and it hurts. So I have a pillow that just has a little cutout where your butt bone is so that you can sit there and not hurt your butt bone. Um, I'm sure there's a better term for it, but go on. Yeah, uh, I think it's coccyx, but I'm going to go with butt bone. um and then i have dramamine for uh um for motion sickness right and tylenol pm so i can fall asleep and even then even with all that stuff i would i don't fall asleep until that like minute like 10 minutes after you've taken off um you're allowed to recline you'll hear like a little bing bing and then that says you can recline and then i do and then i'm fucking out cold um
0: i feel like if the plane crashed you'd survive just because you didn't know
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so insulated in my little area that, like, yeah, um, nothing phases me at that point. But have
1: two flotation devices
0: wrapped
2: around <laughs> right. you, exactly. If I also, take,
0: why do you need a
2: cute woman to be sitting next to you for this? Principle. <laughs> yeah. It's principle. Okay. I just want to know yeah. that she's there. and I want to have like that extra room, yeah, you know. Yeah. All right. And like and something to swim towards right. like, from the crash. And, re- and and I and re- I don't go into hibernation. This guy is going to float better. It's right. True. True. Uh, I don't He's go bloated in- with bad <laughs> ideas. Uh, I don't go into hibernation until the person next to me arrives. Uh-huh. So if it was, you know, like the cute French girl. Drawing I'd be like Okay I'll stay up For a little bit Okay You yeah, know because yeah. I and, can, then,
0: and then I'll start Maneuvering my pillows <laughs> <laughs> Again now, I'm, uh, now The goal
2: is not To go home with her I'm not trying to like Seduce <laughs> right. her now, I'm happily married You're giving her The American
1: experience Of your weird accoutrements To yeah, go right. with her French accoutrements It
2: depends though if we, if we had nice conversation The entire yeah. way there Maybe that's how that goes All But right. you know uh, So anyway So I hit that That ten minute Like bing, Point bing. in time The, the bing bing um, And I was I was out cold and I didn't wake up until the bing, bing saying we're landing. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, Oh, that was really nice. Like, Oh, and we're landing. Great. Um, and I look over at the dude and he's still fucking asleep. And I like instantly go back to like, wake up you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Wake up you fucking son of a bitch. And then like the, the lady, uh, the, uh, stewardess or flight attendant or whatever you want to call it now. Um, like shakes him and at first he's not like waking up and i was like he's dead <laughs> uh which he wasn't <laughs> but like oh well that's another thing i wear that like nobody ever sees is the pressure socks because i'm afraid i'll get a blood clot and die that's that's a good idea yeah so i was like maybe he got a blood clot and died but like he didn't he woke up a little bit have
0: really been burying
1: the lead on (laughs) (laughs) dead Um, or or that you had mind powers
2: yeah uh so like I, i was still fucking mad at him like immediately and he was doing his thing um and we landed and uh the second part of my like real big flying anxiety comes at that point because um now i need to get off the plane so i need to pack up my butt pillow, my neck pillow, my, like, earplug. I need to pack all that stuff up, put it into my bag, get my cane out, and get it all together while everybody else is doing their thing because there's no, like, guard for me at that time, you know? Right. Versus, like, when I get on, when nobody's there. Uh, so uh, I usually, because I always take the window seat, Um, ask the person, like, to grab the bag as early as conceivably possible uh, so that they... I can start packing up well you know before everybody gets to the point where they're walking out. Um, you know, so the the thing went off to say we could all get up, uh, and apparently this guy did not come in with a bag, so before I could even say like, "Hey, can you grab the gray bag up there for me?" Uh, he was fucking gone, like he just got up and like immediately left. Hmm. Um, so and I was like, okay, well good, then, okay, I'll just walk over. Like, you know, I'll just step out and get my bag Uh, and turn around, like open the thing and I, and my bag's not fucking there. And I'm just like, my first thought is like, he stole my bag, even though I know that he didn't steal (laughs) my bag. Like there's no way he stole my bag because I saw him walk away with not my bag. Uh, And I'm looking around um, and then the, the cute Asian lady from across the way goes, Oh, is that gray bag yours? And I was like, yeah she's like oh i moved it because i needed to put a different bag in there so like here it is and i was like you bitch like <laughs> like you were my thing you were my golden ray of hope and then you hit a blind man's bag on an airplane when he's trying to free- when he's freaking out <laughs> so she gave me the bag and i stormed off and and that's really the end of my my story but like just be careful because sometimes they the cute girl steals your shit. I like, <laughs> gives it back to you, like, immediately, and didn't really steal it, but still.
0: It, uh, still, uh, it would never occur to me to move someone's bag. That's a fucking, that's presumptuous.
2: Well, I mean, in truth. Um, oh, the truth is coming out. Uh, yeah. They they say that, like, put the rolly bags on the inside yeah. because there's more room there. And if you have, like, a backpack or whatever, you should put it, um, like, sort of over the middle row. Yeah. So, like, she was actually doing the right thing um but still fuck her for that because you don't you don't move them back even though she had no way of knowing right
1: this also speaks to the danger of putting anyone on a pedestal because we're all human regardless of how we may look or what our jobs may be on the outside that businessman could have been the most delightful conversationalist
2: when he wasn't directing a room full of Right and, other thirty two year olds. And that was a weird thing, like I realized after the fact that I was like, I just sat next to a dude for seven hours and we at no point acknowledging each other's existence. Like we touched each other. Like because you bang into each other and right, stuff so right. like that. Yeah, like and at no point did I was like, Hey, yeah, how are you? This is my name. Like Just like we are two people who never need to know anything about each other in any way.
1: That is interesting. And since that was, it sounds like it was a decision that you both
2: made. Oh, yeah. Neither of you had any
1: interest in like breaking that
2: bubble. Especially once you go into hibernation like I do. That's clearly a sign.
0: And that bubble, like, it's not. I mean, how often are you going to run into somebody who you actually get along with? Right. But like at the same time, you're never going to run into somebody. I've. I've. I've never really met anybody on a plane, you know, or, 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 or on a travel yeah. right, while traveling. And anytime somebody's attempted to be like, Hey, tell me about yourself. I've been like, Ugh, creepy.
1: <laughs> yeah. my, my friend, Mike has dated people that he's met on planes.
0: Your friend, Mike is a hero. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's very attractive. It's very frustrating. Um, I've like, I tend to meet and have long conversations with the elderly, usually elderly women. Who, right.
2: That's possible. But I've yeah, heard, yeah, I've they're, heard they're people, nice.
1: But it's like, after a while I was like, I, another person's grandkids I get to talk about. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I, I've heard of people who like, met and dated somebody they met on this like on the subway and i was like really that is the most baller thing you can possibly do because anybody who talks to me on the subway i'm like you are definitely trying to kill me right,
1: I-, I watched a guy successfully hit on a woman in the subway and I'm like i don't know how that worked because you're coming on to her very creepily but she gave you her phone
2: number. Right. It might have been a fake number. Which I don't is know. which is horrifying for both of them because like, like he did it and she like was like, Oh yeah, random guy on the subway, sure. Yeah,
0: I, I know somebody who's married to somebody he met on the subway. Wow. Yeah.
2: They have bodies in the basement. I guarantee I mean,
0: you. I mean, I am w- not gonna I'm not gonna comment on them. I,
1: I will say one last thing. My dad is currently dating women that he met on, I believe, Metro North train. That they just both sat next to each other and struck up a conversation and now they're they're engaged. Do they have bodies in the basement? I don't know. That's a good question. He is constantly renovating that cabin, that yeah, house that he exactly. lives
2: in. Why? Yeah, exactly. Why? It's fine. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's nothing fine. wrong
0: with it. <laughs> yeah, he keeps raising the floor a good like, <laughs> foot and a half, periodically. Uh, Dave? All right, I'll tell my story. Uh, so, quick peek behind the curtain of this podcast. Uh, we've, you know, th- this podcast is a challenge for, I think, everybody who's doing it. We, t- we talk about it sometimes, and we all... Um, we all, I think, I don't want to speak for you guys, but I, I, I certainly appreciate the, the the challenging nature of coming up with something to talk about every couple of weeks uh, that's store that's got story value to it, um, while also um, uh, uh, I'm terrified of it because uh, you know it's it, it's it's very much a high wire act. Um, uh, so. Um, that's a way of saying, like, a long way of saying that th- this week, or uh, th- this podcast, I should say, I got, I got shit down on lock. Like, I had something uh, happen relatively um, uh, uh, early. In, in the process. Uh, it, 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 we're recording this on a Wednesday. It happened exactly a week ago. Right. So, Wh-
2: which which I, I can attest to the fact that, like, is very nice, like, with yeah. this, because there is that pressure, and then something happens, and you're like, yeah, you okay, yeah, thing! Okay, good, yeah, I'm yeah, good. Exactly. <laughs>
0: uh, like, I, I, I imagine that someday I'll be, in my burning apartment, going. Oh, thank God, I had nothing. Um, but um, uh, so, so, uh, what happened to me a week ago um, was it, it, it wasn't a huge story, but it was one of those very like New Yorky things of like I went and got a, a cup of coffee at a local cafe, and everything was wrong about it. Like everything went wrong. The entire thing was like, "How are you in business?" How is this a place? Do you understand what coffee is? Do you understand what humans are Uh, from a from 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 the perspective of like serving them coffee? Um, uh, And 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 because I had a week, you know, I had every day to go over it in my head and polish it up a little bit. You know, you don't want these stories on this particular podcast to be too polished. But, you know, at the same time, it helps. It helps to know that it's going to come in under a certain amount of time and so forth. So I was feeling good, um, and I was uh, finished up work today and got done a little late because I have a dog staying with me, um, and so I had to run back to my apartment after work to take her out one more time, took her out, dropped her off. It took a little bit more time than I anticipated, so I was running a little late to get here.
2: I, I like to think that this may be somebody's first episode, so they're like... He had a dog thing with him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I date dogs. Guys. Um no, I, I'm a, a dog walker slash pet sitter. Um so I'm uh I'm running here pretty 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 fast. Um and the trains were good to me. I was only running about uh five, ten minutes late. Stopped at the deli, grabbed a cup of coffee just so I could, you know get myself a little jazzed for storytelling
1: another peek behind the curtain
0: another peek behind the curtain (laughs) guys and as i'm walking down dustin's street um uh because we record at dustin's apartment peek behind the curtain studio 3a studio 3a um my story went out the window guys because uh there's for the second podcast in a row there's a dog running at me that doesn't have a fucking collar on. This is a chihuahua, uh, and it's just running loose. And it runs up at me, looks at me, and just starts barking like crazy, like at me, growling, barking. And you look at it and go, hey, buddy. And I look around uh, your street, Dustin. This is 27th Street, right?
2: Don't, people are gonna be able to find me. We're giving too much information. <laughs> Alexa <laughs>
0: Find Dustin's apartment
2: Dustin's uh, apartment is
1: an
0: opening In the human body
2: uh, uh, What he's referring to is I got an Amazon Echo And he likes taunting it and We I keep do, asking it I dirty do. things
0: um, uh, So uh, I can edit all that out if you want Please but, don't uh, Dustin uh, Dustin lives on a, a relatively dark street In Astoria
2: More details
0: um, <laughs> uh, That's got cars lining it It's a one way street God damn it and, <laughs> <laughs> this this dog is just like sta- standing there, like freaking out. There's nobody else except me on this do- and this dog on the street, and I don't know what to do. But I don't feel like I can leave the dog, so I called Dustin. <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, do you hear the dog barking outside?" And to his credit, Dustin went, "No, <laughs> no, I don't." No. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm going to be later than I thought I was because uh, I don't know what to do right now. And while I was talking, the dog had gotten by me and I was now running in the street. So I got off the phone um, and I start chasing it because what else do you do?
2: If I, if I could just interrupt for a moment uh, just to tell my part of that story yeah. is you gave me that call. And I was like, oh, that sounds like a serious thing. That sounds like a Dave thing. That's something (laughs) that he should exclusively deal with because he is fully equipped for that. So I'm going to go back to everything that I was doing before.
1: I have to ask, could you hear the dog barking? No, I cannot. Okay. You are like five floors up, not to give away your precise location. God
2: damn it. I mean, according to Google Earth, you are. (laughs) Um, I mean, at your particular latitude, which is. (laughs) Right.
0: So I'm I'm running around and uh, the dog, the dog hates me. The dog, whenever it sees me, specifically, it starts freaking out at me. A couple, another couple comes up, um, and they have a dog with them, and the dog sort of stops and looks at them, and they look at it, and um, uh, I sort of walk up towards them, and I'm like, it's not mine, it's loose, I don't know whose it is, and they're like, okay. So they, as soon as they start to bend down towards it, it takes off again, and now it's running in the heavier traffic of the cross street to you guys. So I ch- run into traffic. Cause what else do you do? I'm not going to let the dog get hit and people can see me. They can't see the dog. Morgan
1: was this, I'm, and I'm just trying to get a sense without giving away any more locational details. Was this the cross street? That's two lanes or is this the cross street? That's like the really busy no, one. The two lane. Okay. One,
0: thankfully. Um, don't worry. Everybody in a car is a douchebag. bag. Sure. In, <laughs> in New York. Uh, so, um, I'm, I've, I've got sort of traffic stopped in both directions as this dog is just like running in circles in the intersection. And this guy pulls forward towards me and he stops. And I'm trying to corral the dog back towards the people with the dog, figuring, uh, you know, two dogs will kind of hang out and be friends, hopefully, um, uh, and feel like a pack. And it might calm the dog down somewhat. And the guy decides to honk his horn. Mm-hmm. At which point the dog takes off in the other direction And I go, thank you, thank you, very helpful He's like, wasn't honking at you, man, I was honking at it I was like, well, you're an asshole Right,
2: because the dog was going to clearly get that information <laughs>
0: um, Multiple people this evening told me from their car window Don't worry, I wasn't going to hit you <laughs> I, yeah. um, So for the next five minutes, it's just me chasing a dog in and out of traffic trying both to keep the dog alive and the dog hates me so much at this point like all it is doing is just screaming barking at me trying to keep the dog alive trying to keep myself alive trying to keep uh the people driving from having the worst night of their lives which they would have if they hit a dog that they can't see dog runs past the bohemian beer garden uh, further down the street, and that's when I... Sorry, Dustin, you live near it. Uh, and that's when a, a a woman starts trying to help me, um, uh, and she and I can come at it from, like, both sides, so the dog is, like, starting to get uh, corralled a bit, and we're just about to the point where I can throw my uh, sweatshirt over it. When the dog slips us again and takes off down the street... Um, that is uh, uh, parallel to yours, Dustin. And it's running down the street, barking furiously over its shoulder at us when we see two people running towards it, full tilt. There's this, uh, like, 18-year-old Hispanic kid um, who's, like, um, kind of a bro dude with, like, a fade haircut. Um, and then there's a, 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 a woman who's probably 16, basically wearing her underpants, screaming and crying, and the dog runs right into her arms. And what had clearly happened was they'd left the door open when they were just hanging out in their underwear and the dog had taken off um, and gotten confused and scared outside and uh so they sort of look us up and down and go yo thanks and, or the guy does the wo- the woman is like just shrieking hysterical and like shaking with 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 the fear that her dog had gotten away so they pick up the dog and they really like just almost immediately cuz they're 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 shell shocked they you 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 sort of are like in the aftermath, you're like, hey, you didn't really say thank you. <laughs> but they're shell-shocked. They right. you know, like they don't they don't there's something they like the fucking do. They pick up the dog and just sort of turn around. And it's just me and this woman. And the woman goes, All right, good job. And I go, Yeah, <laughs> good, good job. All right, get home safe. <laughs> and then we walked away from each other. I walked around the corner and ran right into Morgan. And uh, we then walked up the stairs and came and did this podcast. Yeah. Completely throwing all the (laughs) rehearsal I had done out the fucking window for the second podcast in a row. I have been involved in rescuing
2: a dog. At, At a certain point, it stops being coincidence. Yeah. And I have to start thinking that you are letting dogs escape <laughs> you are part of it, <laughs> and that you are like you have one of those. uh Like I, I don't know, what's a like? Is it Munchund, Munchausen? Munchausen? Oh, it? Yeah. yeah, that's
0: when you like uh, Munchausen's, Munchausen's yeah. disease, or yeah. Yeah. dogs
2: Munchausen's. Yeah. Di- ah. right. yeah, that's the thing where you like poison your Munch. Munchausen's, Munchausen's, kids. Munchausen's. That's disease. you poison mm.
0: your kid, and uh, yeah, yeah, right. You disease.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Poucha- yeah, That's what I was going for. Uh. Right. That's better. You have the dog version of that.
0: Um. Yeah, the dog
2: escaping. Versions. That's
0: possible. Um, I am. I'm a little shocked. Um, and obviously, this is a very, very raw story. Like I, it just happened. I'm a little shocked that it, it, I live in New York, where there are 12 million people. So literally, 12 million potential stories could happen to me. And twice in a row now, it's been about a dog that got loose that ran right up to me yeah. Well, yeah do what you want with that guys
1: i, I mean i am surprised it doesn't happen more often to be honest my i the people who own the building i live with just let their dog and cat wander around the building and there's so many times where i'm about to open the front door and the cat's like looking i'm like oh, okay hold on like they people just take for granted i guess they, they think their animals will stay on their property for some reason
2: Um, i just realized there's a lot of pressure for you now morgan there is a lot of pressure for me because i had a story happen to me right after the podcast was recorded dave had a story happen to him right before the podcast was recorded which means you need to tell a story that happened the entire length of the time between we've recorded two podcasts it could happen during the podcast yeah during or during the party let
1: me I, i do have a bit of an addendum to dave's story because I had the opposite end of this, which was I was coming from the opposite. The reason I asked what street you're on was I was on the other side of the, uh, the other block where there's the four lanes of traffic. And I just saw the, this woman. I'm walking towards this woman, this woman ring. And I couldn't tell how old she was because it was dark and I'm not wearing my glasses. But I could tell that she was, it looked like she was wearing like booty shorts and a cutoff. And as I got closer, I saw that she was bawling and shouting the name of this dog because it was that girl. And like her, her eyeliner was running. I forget what the name was. I couldn't really hear too well. And like, I wanted to ask like, hey, is everything okay? But there was a ton of people around and she wasn't asking anyone for help. And I was afraid that I would just seem like a creepy guy. Like she's, this woman is basically, like you said, in her underwear, wandering around. And she doesn't seem like she's in immediate danger. And she's calling for a dog, so I'm just going to not get... And I didn't... Because apparently the dog had made it all the way around the block, because I didn't see any dog anywhere. So I walked all the way around, went to a deli, and came out and ran into you. And I must have... While I was in the deli, all of that must have gone down on that street during the time of me crossing and coming back. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Well, and that's the other thing, like... uh this is these are the ones I've seen. How many times has there been like a dog just <laughs> running around behind me? Somewhere yeah. That I haven't
1: yeah. 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 Seriously. Um, I do feel better, though, because I thought I was like the biggest jerk in the world for not like I didn't see a dog anywhere. Yeah. I
2: completely didn't miss. I missed that part of it. I wish um I wish that we could just see a, a real world montage of all the dogs that you. Yeah. Would, you just missed.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's and it is that thing of like New York where it's like every I feel like on every corner once a day, something ludicrously insane happens, mm-hmm. but it's you're just walking through the aftermath of it, you yeah, know? yeah. Well, uh, anyways, guys, uh, what did we learn today? <laughs> um, I, do we don't have to do that? No, yeah. I don't know. I learned nothing. I learned nothing.
1: I i learned that maybe I should have asked for her for help. I learned, I learned to you should have asked future. her for help. Or know, help help her. me, help me, help me help you. Help me help you. No, I, I. But part of me was thinking, like, this is the wrong motivation because I was thinking, like, maybe I should ask her so that I have a story. Like, I remember specifically thinking
2: that, going, that's a shitty thing to think.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, well, don't edit yourself. Like, no, it's no, but bad. like it, it never hurts to help.
2: And, thank you, Eek. Um, right, but he only wanted to help because it no, would give him a story. I only had that. Impulse. Otherwise, screw that girl. Yeah, 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 yeah that's. Well yeah
1: it. look unless she's a an attractively coiffed french girl the scarf like why even bother
2: uh, and just to be clear she had no need for that scarf no need it was purely decorative yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right anyway. well another <laughs> value to all of our listeners all right um uh, thanks for listening thanks yeah, thanks guys then we'll uh, talk to you next next time
1: yay Bye. find us on itunes yeah find us and rate us and rate us and love us